Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Friend Zone. How about that, Guy? How do you feel about that? Really good. The Friend Zone's one of my favourite places. Fantastic. We've um we've we're just hot off the heels of recording a podcast episode of the worst idea of all time, where we watch pornography. But not right now. Luckily, we don't have to talk about or watch any porn for a whole nother oh, week. So, could you send me that um yeah. that backpack that's got a laptop in it? I'm going to use to read out various odds and ends. Correspondence, trivia, whatever comes up. How you feeling, guy? Well, Tim, I, I don't know if you've heard, but I just received an email invite from uh, my agents in Auckland, inviting me to the opening night of the um, of the Moscow Circus at an Ellerslie Racecourse. Huh. And uh, so I'm feeling pretty pretty flattered, pretty good. The Great Moscow Circus is coming to town. I don't know how. 23rd of October, 7.30pm. <laughs> yeah, hold on for a second. How are they coming to town? Uh, That's a worry. Literally impossible to say. I just, I, the only time I really went to a Russian circus show was, uh, I can't remember if I told you, went with Carlo Ricci. This is in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And um, we're actually joined by one of Carlo's friends, a guy called Jack Gleason, who I didn't know at the time, but I found out afterwards because he was swarmed, was the guy who played... Um, Prince Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Oh, everyone hated him for a while. Yeah, right? they did. I didn't get into Game of Thrones. Neither. But um, yeah, people hated that guy. Were so we, were you hanging out with him? Yeah, he's a big fan of Carlo and Steen Raskopoulos's, uh improvised show, The Bear Pack. Oh, shit. It's cool. They, they became friends. That's awesome. What's he like? Did you get to kind of meet him and yeah, stuff? Nice, normal yeah, guy. Normal guy. Um, But we went to this show called Russian Roulette, and there was this Russian woman who hosted it, and she goes, Welcome to Russian Roulette, the only show on the fringe with dance, magic, and the chance of real danger. Oh, boy. And then in between acts, she had a cap gun, and she'd bring people on stage and blindfold them and point the cap gun at their head and, like, fire off a cap gun. <laughs> That's cool. This sounds like a good show. 
it was like and but all of the circo acts were like they were amateur but right. it was in this huge hall there were 250 people there oh and i could not for the life of me stop laughing and i felt like that was probably the the main russian circus experience that i'm going to have in my life so to be asked again back for more an honor and a privilege i'm all right man how are you doing just feel like there's a lot of loose ends at the moment, you know. In life, a lot of people tugging at my attention and time. Oh, what it's are you probably my fault for not being organised. What enough. are you going to do about it? I don't know if I can hit that email inbox like a ton of fuck. You can do that after this, I guess. So, well, you should treat this moment as respite, a holiday. You're a damn right. Moment. You're right. I need to live in the moment, and the moment is the friend zone. Yeah, there is no. What do you think about the idea that there's no um, past or future? Hmm. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, I like it. I'll run with that. Because the past, all of our memories are just personal reconstructions of things that have happened. Mm -hmm. But none of it's actually like, you know. Correct. Canon. None of it's authentic. It's all just filtered through our own narrative. And the future is just speculation. Mm -hmm. The only thing you can set your watch to is this conversation between us right now. That's quite grounding, actually. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff, Guy. No worries, man. You should do a guided meditation or maybe some sort of listening podcast. I should. I wonder if there's any iconic listeners I could collaborate with on this exciting new project. Um, I've got an email here. I'm going to sneeze quite soon as well, so... <laughs> That came quicker than I thought. Uh, I just want to open up. I've got this fantastic piece of correspondence from the 1st of October that Valerie Rogers, you might remember, as the... Big Book of Ideas author. Who's um, sent me, or us, a couple of screenshots. Yeah, thanks, man. It was uh, nice. From Instagram for a campaign called Pure New Zealand. And... um, Excuse me? And the caption is, if you could encourage the world to do one thing, what would that be? And so these are... I, I can't close this. How do I get out of this? Oh, I've, I've opened a new tab. It says, Howdy, Tim and Guy. I was recently advertised what I can only describe as the concept of New Zealand. Fuck yeah. A series of people, supposedly from New Zealand, all answering the question, if you could encourage the world to do one thing. Since you all presumably are the cause of me getting this ad, what would you say if in this ad? Also, what hot New Zealand site would you dramatically stand in front of, which also seemed like a requirement? Valerie. P.S. Grown Ups was on TV the other day and there was 10 minutes left. I thought that after hearing your podcast, I could watch that without having ever seen the rest, but I am now more confused about that movie oh, no. than ever. Shit. So what? this seems pretty smug from New Zealand. So what? We're pumping out well, advertorials to the rest of the world being like, hey, presume- you, hey, you, everyday New Zealander, if you could dispense one piece <laughs> of advice to the rest of the fucking world, what would it be? Presumably it's a tourism campaign, except for the fact that tourism doesn't exist anymore. So, what yeah. What the fuck? Um, what is the question again? If you could encourage the world to do one thing, what would it be? I'm not engaging in this. How smug. No, I refuse. I take exception to the very premise. I don't like this campaign. I would encourage the world to look for guidance further afield than sponsored posts from New Zealanders on Instagram. Nice. That's good. That's good from you. Thanks for um, letting us know, Valerie, that our country fellows are putting this detritus out into the world. Horrible stuff. Riley says, this is my first time writing fan mail, but it seemed appropriate that it would be to Timothy Dalton and Guy with the Golden Gun. 
TWIOAT was the first podcast I ever listened to after reading the premise on Reddit and finding it absolutely hilarious. I binged through the first season and caught up to the second and stayed current since. I have to thank you for boys for introducing me to the McElroys. I've listened to so much of their content. It's always nice to see big successes like you boost up some up-and-comers. I feel like this has been read before. You might be right. Classic us. Um, where's the PS? Trying to prepare an escape. Oh, yes. Wait. Yeah, no. Okay. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, we're good. We're good. Sorry. Don't don't be sorry. It's okay. Shall I read one? Mm, no. Okay. Zane has given the fund for the boys. Get take a guess. Take a guess of the amount. Is it is it garish to be saying the amounts on the friend zone, do you think? Is it gauche? Uh it never occurred is to me that tacky? it would be. Like possibly only now that you've Brought to my attention, it had never occurred to me. So, oh, I shouldn't have opened Otherwise, up this can of worms. Just leave it in Pandora's box, mate. It's a hundred US dollars. Fuck yeah, we like, call that a petty king. Yeah. No, he gave more. His one was crazy. Yeah, his one was crazy. It was like a fucking crazy amount of money. Well, hit me with the chips, Tim. What do you got? Hi, Tim, and guy. I fi- <laughs> he wrote it, hi Tim and Guy, but it was, it was, the like, stank yeah, was no, me. No. I finally locked down a steady job after years of listening and thought it was time to hashtag pay the boys for all the great laughs over the years. <laughs> this fucking dog. Rufus, you absolute <laughs> fuck. Also sent you an email with some info on... Su- I'm going to spell the word after this. In the news. Enjoy, Zane. That, that word. What is that? It starts with S. S-E-Y... Seychelles. Oh, the Seychelles. It's where um, it's where like, one of the Emmanuels was set. It I, looks so beautiful. I don't think I've ever seen the Seychelles written down before. Or like knowingly, you know. I probably yeah, yeah. skipped over it. Hey, Zane, you're rich. You know about the Seychelles. I'm going to make some assumptions about your life that you are dodging a lot of tax, and I love that about you. You've got some complicated financial arrangements going on, and I reckon you're awesome. We respect it. Rufus, you've really got to figure this out, man. Wait, but Zane's actually written a whole email. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's getting so loud. <laughs> We're fucking, he's really fucking shit up, eh? You read something. Okay. This one just starts... Oh, someone's... Oh, so I've had correspondence with someone uh, about Steve Buscemi quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, at one point they said, um, what time is it there? It's 4.20 a.m. here in Ottawa, Canada. Yeah, and yeah. then didn't say anything for a long time. And then on Wednesday they wrote, ha, 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 man, one time I got too high for Boner Patrol. I was at this place, I guess it would be best described as like a swingers club or what have you, a sex club if you will, but places like that can be tough on the nerves. So I was compensating by eating this thing of THC-infused cotton candy. Mm. I actually ate the whole damn bag. So when I actually hooked up with someone, I was so easily distracted it made it pretty much impossible to perform. There were monitors around the place playing pornography, but the nearest one to us was playing the weirdest like 80s VHS era educational porn video about how to fuck or something. One of the women was in like spandex exercise wear, I think. <laughs> she looked like Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat. Sick. So that was taking me out of it. Then these two women started having just like a 
full-on conversation outside the room where we were getting it on and I could hear it so clearly no matter how hard I tried. What a mess. Not my proudest moment. But hey, if you read this on the friend zone to go along with this weirdly sexual but not sexy, is that a fair description? Season, scream my name. Tom. Fuck. Tom! Really uh, open and honest correspondence from Tom. Was he in it? So there was a sex club that he was in. So it sounds like, God yeah. damn, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's interesting. You, in this uh, current climate, health-wise... You're talking about COVID? Yeah. It's uh, interesting to think that sex clubs can still thrive. Well, I don't know if they can. It sounds like a memory from quite a while ago, maybe. That didn't happen to him recently, did it? Yeah. Well, it doesn't say. It's a wonderful reminisce anyway. It certainly is. Yeah. A so, sex club. I don't even know where I'd like track down one that would operate in that way here in Auckland. There's they must a sex, be out there. Apparently, um, there's a sex on site venue that I went to during the making of a web series that I produced, um, but that's for men only. I uh, heard that, do you know where there's a, a big swingers, a big really high grade cocaine and swinging community in New Zealand? Remuera. No. Oh, where? Cambridge. Really? Which is a small, like, horse town just outside of Hamilton in the North Island of New Zealand. Because apparently these um, horse horse people yeah. traditionally have bags of money. And yes. they, like, uh, uh, internationally, I guess it's harder to get it now, they'd, they'd smuggle, they'd travel cocaine back from Ah, with the events. horses. Yeah. and um, That makes perfect sense. All of these, like, th- there's just this crazy sort of well-oiled, sexed-up, silver-topped, Fuck fest happening in this tiny rural New Zealand town. You gotta watch those horse people. Eh? There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, because there's like a ketamine aspect to it. There's actually I don't want to get too in the weeds of this, but our deputy prime minister is the minister of racing, which I did not know was like a portfolio worth existing, and he has shuffled a lot of money to that community he from the government. Loves the races. <laughs> the whole thing seems very uncouth. He's a super sus dude. He was like. Is it's it? a really funny industry to be, because like in America it would be big oil, and in New Zealand it's like big horse racing. Yeah, it's to be commended. He's a slippery fucking kettle of fish, this guy, yeah. and he's been doing it for decades, forever. Yeah, better part of a century. That might actually be true. Um, Did I'd you like, get that email? Oh, what one? Oh yeah, this is hi Tim. I finally locked down a step. Oh wait, this is the same message. Hold on. Um. I'm really enjoying your new Emmanuel season. In episode three, you bring up the Seychelles were in the news for some reason, and you were right. There was a real sketchy meeting in the Seychelles in 2017 between Eric Prince, the CEO of Blackwater, and Kirill Demidev, uh, some Russian oligarch, uh, to establish a secret back channel between Vladimir Putin and our dear leader and wannabe dictator President Donald Trump. Just add it to the list of insane things burning American democracy to the ground. Sorry to get so political here, especially if this ends up on the friend zone. Love you, boys. You both, boys. Keep up the good work. Sane. Peace. If you're interested, here's a link to a summary of the meeting from the Mueller Report. PPS. Please come to Seattle or Portland when COVID is over. I really do want to go to Seattle. I'd love to go to Portland again. Yeah. Let's, I would, yeah. I'd, I'd go in a heartbeat. And, and I want us to go back to Chicago. That was brilliant, but we didn't spend enough time there. 
cool city. Do you remember when we went to that pizza restaurant, which was like famed for its authentic Chicago pizza, and we ordered a couple of deep dish slices, and then we had to fuck off and leave before they served it to us, but we had, we paid? Vividly. It was a devastating event. <laughs> it was so savage. But we did make it to our architectural boat tour. Thank the God. fantastic guide, and then had some much lower quality deep dish pizza from a restaurant near the the famous Bean yeah, still good though. I mean, fine. That pizza was, uh, it was some sort of... Nothing wrong with ordinary pizza, Chicago. Some Sorry, s- Illinois. Sort my of frosty boys, Flashy and Timsy, imagine my shock and sense of betrayal at the moment where Guy claimed to have caught up with the Facebook, yet my important stories of pain caused by you chili men were excluded. Chili men. We are the chili men. What? I like it. Ah. Oh. We must be one friend's own ahead. So I imagine this will have been read. You want to know something? There is a non-zero chance that I've lost one of them. Oh, okay. So it's quite possible there is a bank of messages that has, like a mailman getting involved in a car crash, just evaporated into a river. Well, I don't, do you remember the story? It was Alexis was on the um, on the bus and uh, load their mask to take a drink and then they were coughing and spluttering yeah. and a small child freaked was out a kid. and said is she going to die yes or she's going to die well this is the same author well I wonder if that got deleted and I don't know Well, I'll, and I won't find I, out and I will read this correspondence because it's there's ample to come mm-hmm. uh, my pain is no longer physical from you boys and I've decided to put aside a few euros a month to support you boys on Fuck. Patreon yes give Blows my mind. It shouldn't, but Ireland is on the euro. Yeah, man, has been for quite some time. What were they using before the euro? I think they were using the British pound. Surely they would never associate with those Brits. What was Ireland using before the euro? The Irish pound. Oh fuck! I'm so sorry to our Irish listeners. I really do apologise. Cool, cool money. Um. Support you boys on Patreon for a while at least and hope it helps you boys become at least semi-tumescent while watching softcore porn together that gets progressively less softcore to my understanding of the progression of the Emmanuel franchise. Tumescent, that's a new word. Do you want to know what it means? Oh, I'm going to take a guess that it's like um, getting hard. This is about our boners. Really good guess. Swollen or being swollen, especially as a response to sexual arousal. Mm-hmm. Or with reference to language, or with reference to language or literary style, pompous or pretentious. Ah, maybe Tumescent. both. Sure, that's a great word. I've, I'm actually hosting some um, spelling bees soon. Yeah, Tumescent is going on the list. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, not on the night you're on. Okay. By the way, if you're listening in Auckland, please. There are so many no, tickets this will available. Come out after. I okay. Reckon. Well, sorry, it mate. went really well, everyone. Oh well, tickets. actually, sorry. Give it a plug just in case. What is it on? Like the twenty fourth? Yeah, it starts next week. The 20th to the 24th of October in Auckland at the Basement Theatre, 6.30pm every night, Tuesday through Saturday. Guy Montgomery's Guy Mont Spelling Bee featuring a rotating cast of New Zealand's best comedians. It's going to be a good time. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional tell my problems too so that when they tell me what they think i know i'm getting it straight that's where better help comes in that's right better help have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online you've done a bit of therapy right guy i started doing therapy during uh there was a pandemic i don't know if you remember and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting they help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Anyway, while watching softcore porn together, it gets progressively softcore, blah, blah, blah. I expect this in my previous message now to feature on Friendzone and she'll continue this Slow one way correspondence. Down. I expect this and This is fucking needless. Childish. My <laughs> Come on, man. Previous Respect yourself and respect the listener, please. Message now to feature on Friendzone and shall continue this one-way correspondence for as long as it takes you fine fellas to read these on the potty until they stack up and Friendzone 200 is a three-hour-long readout of my progressively angrier <laughs> diatribe that two men from across the world <laughs> won't read out my messages. Yours, with the utmost adoration, say my name, you boys of the Pacific, Lexi Callan. Thank you, Lexi. He's writing it as he's saying it, folks. Lexi, thank you so much for sending that in. It's a delightful story and one that I sincerely hope I didn't delete, that initial one about you um, causing quite an episode on the bus. Uh, I'm apologetic if that did happen. Um, but, you know, shit happens. Here's a bit of correspondence from Tim Bat. Hey, boys. Long-time listener, first-time writer in. Interested to hear from this guy. I recognize the name. I think what you guys are doing is great. Disagree. And I hope you keep doing it forever. By the way, I recently re-watched the pilot that you made for YouTube, and I was reminded that it's actually pretty good. I would recommend, if people haven't seen it, they do. And maybe if you haven't seen it in a while and you're looking for a, a bit of respite... Check it out again. It's just on YouTube for everyone. Just go on YouTube and look up T-W-I-O-A-T and it's like the first thing that shows up. All the best from your friend in Auckland, New Zealand, Tim Bat. Thank you, Tim. I've actually got an interesting piece of trivia about that pilot on YouTube. 1,000 thumbs up, one solitary thumb down. I want to know who you are. 
I want to know so badly. <laughs> Hi again. I wonder if it's just the algorithm, though, being like, don't get too big for your boots. Why would the Fuckers. algorithm do that? No way, Jose. I wonder who gets fed that on their algorithm. Mm. Maybe no one. I told you how I watched that movie, that Social Dilemma one. Um, I think maybe you mentioned you'd seen it. What's up? It was like, don't trust the algorithm. Choose your videos. Don't let the algorithm feed you. And then the next morning when I went on YouTube.com, the algorithm suggested the most perfect video I have ever come across in my life, which was a compilation of game-winning buzzer beaters from the NBA 2019-2020 season set to Kanye West's Father Stretch My Hands. And it was like, I mean, I understand it's bad, but sometimes, come on, this is so good. Anyway, 12 minutes well spent. Hi again, Tim and Guy. I thought you should know your rubber band boner patrol methodology is actually really similar to a test I learned about in med school. The postage stamp test used to be used in order to determine whether someone still has nighttime erections with erectile dysfunction. Fuck, that is an interesting field of study. You look disgusted. I want to know more. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. This constant chatter about measuring erections. We're not measuring erections. Yeah, that's, well, we're measuring the presence of erections. Yeah. Yeah. Testing for erections. Okay. Totally different. Yeah, yeah, you're right, of course. And it is interesting if someone has erectile dysfunction, whether or not they can get this, they still get the random boners. Okay, I want to know about the postage thing. Oh, you're in luck because our correspondence deals with exactly that issue. Uh, erectile dysfunction Uh, doctors would have patients wrap a perforated strip of stamps around their penis overnight broken perforation equals preserved nighttime erections come on are you serious deadly this is important in trying to differentiate if there's something actually physiologically wrong leading to erectile dysfunction problem with nerves blood vessels etc I'm not entirely clear whether we stopped doing this because stamps are packaged differently or we realized it's just a little ridiculous. Just thought you might want to know. Say my name. Mika or Micah. This may seem absurdly obvious, but like you move around in your sleep. Surely that's going to break something as delicate as perforated stamp rolls while they're on your junk. I didn't really thought about that. No, like, Gotta get my hand on some stamps. How much do you do you like do you move around in your sleep though? Of course. I'm a real tosser and turner, you know. You do you know do you You don't think of yourself as a good sleeper, eh? Nah, I hate sleep. Sleep hates me, and that's just fine. You've got an unhealthy relationship to it, man. You've got to change the way you talk Sleep's about it. Shit house. Way, sleep fucking sleep rules. sucks. Sleep rocks. Imagine if we didn't have to sleep, how many more hours we'd have to do things? Like sleep. Nah, fuck sleep. Last night I had what I think is the perfect sleep. And if I can help it, I'm going to shift my hours of operation. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. It's a boring lifestyle. Yeah, it is. But like, good for you. Yeah. Monday to Friday. No. What are you going to be like fucking happy and emotionally regulated? Good for you, fucko. That's exactly what I want. That is like literally what I'm pursuing. Yeah, good on you. Why are you so disgruntled with that? Because I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I get a real like mania at about. Ele- I think my best hours of work are eleven till two, eleven p.m. till two a.m. Ah, oh, see, there you go. Because all the distractions go away. 
people stop contacting me and I can finally focus on what I'm doing. Same thing, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. for me. That's when I should probably do it because it probably would be the same for me as well. So I should just shift it to the morning. The issue is the internet. I mean, people in New Zealand aren't going to bother you in these hours, but the internet lives forever. That's fine. I can kind of block off the internet, though. Mm. If it's people from overseas, they they can usually wait. Who gives a shit? Um, have you got another good bit, bit of something? Yeah, man. Fuck the world. Uh, this is from Chris. <laughs> I'm going to steamroll over my offer to let you read something immediately. Dearest Bat and Monty, long-time listener, first-time emailer to the friend zone. To my shame... I've never contributed any sweet cashish your way, despite the quite frankly disconcerting amount of content I consume from you both on the reg. In a recent argument with my partner, I found myself having to give a groveling apology for shushing her during a segment of Boner Patrol. Looking back, there was no amount of groveling that could be done for attempting to explain what Boner Patrol is, what Emmanuel is, why they are connected through the medium of a podcast, and why a shush came out of my mouth when whatever she was about to say would have been undeniably more pertinent. (laughs) I can't believe someone shushed someone because of Boner Patrol. I'm... Both proud and disappointed. I just wanted to hear about them boners. We are still in love. As of today, I am now in the $5 monthly club. $5 monthly club. Really fell off the end of that monthly, didn't I? I've got such a lazy tongue today. Believe in yourself. Through Patreon. Why give a man a fish when you can support his psychological torture over the long term? Much love to you both. To the wonderful people of Aotearoa. And my patient and loving partner, Zara. Say my name, Chris from Glasgow, Scotland. Fuck yeah, Chris. I love Glasgow, Scotland. I've only spent 24 hours there. I've heard amazing things about that city. It was beautiful. I went to one of your microbreweries, the name of which I can't remember. I went to, as recommended by Kieran, I went to a, a film projection cinema. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I stayed in a hotel downtown and... Down it. I went for a big walk. I just generally had a good time. Could you move to Scotland? Could you live there, do you think? The climate is a bit of an issue for me, but I could, yeah. Why is that? Because it's too cold? It, yeah, like their summer is like September here, which is the, ostensibly the first month of our spring, but it's mm-hmm. actually just a horrible extension of our winter. Oh, well, God, it's not that bad. We're in God's zone here, mate. Mate, spring in New Zealand is one of the most overrated seasons in the world. Fuck me. He's really... Autumn in New Zealand, however... He's really getting into some dangerous territory. Huh? Autumn is like March, when autumn apparently begins, is one of the best months of the calendar year in New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Okay. You want to fuck with me on this? No, nah, I'm not going to fuck with you because I'm like, I have no confidence in this issue whatsoever because I don't even know what order the seasons throw down in. Seriously? I've never gotten it. Never. Do you want to try? What order do you think they go in? It goes summer. For us, so like, let's go start at the calendar year. So we're in summer. Yeah. That's in like, I think that starts on December 1st, according to our calendar. So I guess it goes summer, then spring. Keep going. And then autumn and then winter. No, wait, then winter, (laughs) then autumn. Summer into spring, into autumn, into winter. It's a disaster. (laughs) Summer, first, on the money, it's hot. I just gave you half of the answers. Then we transition into autumn. 
So after the searing heat of summer, we transition into a leafy autumn. That makes sense. Through which, as the weather cools down, we arrive at winter. And then winter's long tail continues into spring as the trees blossom and rejuvenate and we slowly enter that world-famous New Zealand summer. Do you know what I've always found to be a useful mnemonic when I can't remember things? Someone adding a whole bunch of words I won't remember in between the items on the list, like Guy just did. It is both exceptionally helpful and memorable. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate the authenticity and earnest tone you struck in that compliment. This one I'll never, here, I'll never get it. As this long one as I live, says, um, I'll never get it. Boys, you don't have to read this one out. It's just for your own satisfaction, scratching that knowledge gap itch. But fuck Tim Bat, it says. Yeah, fair. And then it keeps going. I've earned that. My understanding is the name Burger King. Oh, so this is to resolve the Burger King Hungry Jack's legal dispute. Radio. Oh, so did they actually say fuck Tim Bat? No. Oh. That was an improv. I could stand to get a little more heat on the friend zone, to be fair. Pretty good improv. My understanding is the name Burger King was registered in Australia by a burger store in Western Australia. You love this sort of shit. I do love this. When Burger King landed in Australia, they tried to buy the name of the Western Australia Burger King, who knocked them back. (laughs) Hell yeah. In frustration, Burger King changed the name of their franchises to Hungry Jack's. I'm guessing because Jack started it in Australia. I had no idea this was the case in New Zealand as well. I'm guessing... No, it's not the case in New Zealand. Um, we just know about it because we go to Aussie a lot. Yeah. Stimuli to your master plan of... Uh, uh, stimuli... Oh, sorry. I know that this was the case in New Zealand as well. I'm guessing now the rights to name Burger King have elapsed in Australia and therefore they can open new stores under their own name. Stimuli to your master plan of starting your own Blaze Pizza Chain New Zealand. Maybe you can learn from the Burger King guy in Western Australia who is now <laughs> insolvent and penniless after not selling out. Oh, man. That's such a sad end to an otherwise very cool story. Like if it was David and Goliath, but um, David lost. That's most stories. Here's the That's la- life. Here's the last one. Hey, Major... Uh, ooh. Major Tim... 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 Timor- Timoranian... Meganian and Sir Guy Battersea. This might be a historical reference. I don't know. Battersea's in the in the in London. Yeah, it's a, a borough. Do they say boroughs? Is it a region? A county? It's in London. It's near Chelsea. Good on you, mate. I just wanted to say that I feel the three of us are in a one-sided codependent relationship. One-sided on my side, as I am now dependent on the dulcet tones of your beautiful friendship with one another to raise my tired bones from bed every morning. This chronic depre- uh, depressive. This chronic depressive appreciates your levity and all you do is without your sweet, sweet podcast, I feel I would drift listlessly through my mornings and days. I love you both like I love buttermilk pancakes. I feel if I ever met you boys, I would blather incoherently and perhaps tear up a little. It's a small country and I too live in the land of the long white cloud. So, you never know. And wowee, the Emmanuel Chronicles are wild. My favourite part is all the characters... Constantly, uh, constant referrals to Emmanuel's sexual prowess and beauty. Not to be a fuddy duddy, but it sure does make it sound. It sure does make her sound like the softcore equivalent of a Mary Sue, a character who is inexplicably adored by everyone, despite being rather unexceptional. Oh dear, there's me running my mouth without having seen the films. I'd better check myself before I wreck myself. Well wishes and posh air kisses. Say my name, you brave, you brave boys. Zarina Simone. 
Shout it out to Zarina Simone or Simone. Uh, I would have loved to hear you continue running your mouth on a, yeah. on a film or story trope. I've heard of the Mary Sue, but I didn't actually know what it was describing. Yeah, I always had in my head that a Mary Sue was like, and I have nothing to base this on. Someone like Frigid, you know? Mm. But um, Just, thank God we've got such smart and intelligent listeners who yeah. email into us, man. Makes up for the... And this is not a one-sided relationship, Zarina, because without you sending your email in, this doesn't exist. So this is very much a two-way street. We're talking to you right now. This is two ways, baby. Yeah, everyone else block your ears. This is for Zarina. And I hope um, you're doing okay, but I, I understand if you're not. But... Uh, We'll keep doing what we're doing, and hopefully it is a small a small help. Just a little one. Well, it's a small world, isn't it? After all, when's the last time the world had one thing to concentrate on like this? What, like the friend zone? Yeah. Yeah. We're the talk of the town. <laughs> I think we're both quite tired, but for kind of slightly different reasons. You got up too early. I got up too late. I went to bed too late. I got up at the perfect time, and I'm not tired, Tim. Oh. I'm hungry. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this friend zone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope I didn't delete it, and uh, love you lots. Do you know what I want, everyone? What's I that? want a mushroom sandwich. Do I have one on me? No. Will I try and buy one after this? Absolutely. Will you find out about it? Probably not. But that's what I want to eat. Tim is trying to stop the record. My challenge to keep your attention while his fingers hover over the big red button. The mushroom sandwich from Honey Bones is a sandwich I first came across in the summer of 2018. Honey Bones had, of course, replaced my previous favorite cafe, Ware Bros, a cafe known for its simple toast and toppings, run by a woman named Carter Ware. She now lives in Byron Bay, running a sustainable Airbnb where people can come out and forage for their own ingredients and have her help them cook dinners. Honey Bones was started up by some inspired young upstarts who'd previously established a cafe on Ariki Street in Grayland called Crumb. I used to go to Crumb because I liked the way they pulled their coffee, but the cabinet food wasn't really to my liking. I was pretty upset to see Ware Bros go, but I thought, well, I might as well give Honey Bones a try because my good friend Ken Griffin had installed a sculpture as art on the wall at this new dining establishment. I went in, had a breakfast there once, did not enjoy the acoustics, did not enjoy the change of vibes, swore off the place. But, alas, as time marches on, so too does taste. Once I found myself in Greyland, thirsty for a coffee, hungry for a nibble, nowhere to go. I look across the street, my old nemesis, Honeybones. Well, I waltzed into that there cafe and approached their cabinet with the encouragement of myself, and I said, You got any vegetarian sandwiches in there? The smiling face of the man behind the counter told me he had a mushroom sandwich with my name on it. I said, that's pretty unlikely. I've not been here before. He said it's a turn of phrase and reached the tongs into the cabinet, removing one fresh mushroom sandwich. He said, you want this toasted? I said, no, I'm on the go. I'll take it fresh. He said, everybody loves it toasted. I said, I'm in charge of the sandwich now, son. Rack it up, stack it up and send me on my way. He charged me $12, which is quite a lot of money for a sandwich, but I had nowhere else to go. I was hungry. What's a boy to do? I paid the man $12 using my contactless FPOS payment and took the sandwich out into my car where I sat in it and looked at the contents. Focaccia bread, mushrooms, glazed and balsamic, mozzarella, spinach, a homemade mayonnaise, and a light drizzle of basil pesto. Nothing fancy, but a pretty good combination of ingredients. 
I wrap my mouth around one corner, mayonnaise bursting through holes on the top of the focaccia. A delightful mouthful. Before I'd even finished chewing and swallowed the first mouthful, I went back for a second, and another, and another after that. Within less than two minutes, I'd finished the entire sandwich. For a long time, that mushroom sandwich sat atop my rating of Auckland's best sandwiches, until recently I discovered a cafe near where I live in Mount Roskill called the Heron Turtle. This is a specialty cafe. They do about five to six different sandwiches alongside a variety of drinks and house-made donuts. And two of the sandwiches there, well, they're just about the best damn thing I've eaten in this crazy year. Anyway, that's me, I guess, rambling on about my sandwiches. I wish nothing but the best to everyone, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're going to have a good time. It's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend Zone. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.